Okay, coming up next are going to be Eddie Dry and Kevin Roman. Eddie is the VP of sales for Strix on Cleveland Golfing. As you know, Kevin Roman's one of the top instructors in our game. Before I get to them, earlier this year at the PGA Merchandise Show, I was talking with Eddie, and I said, Eddie, I like your CBX full-face wedges. How can they help an average player like me play better? Here's what he had to say. An average player, I use one, and I'm in some lies that you can't even believe. And I need all the help I can get. And the face is bigger, and the grooves go all the way up and all the way out to the toe. So if I, you hit it on the toe, you miss it, bam, there's a groove. So I like that. So I carry a 58. There you have it, folks. Try the new CBX full-face wedges from Cleveland Golf. I want to tell you about something else I saw at the PGA Merchandise Show, and that's me and my golf. And how does a 45-day free trial to Arco sound? Well, me and my golf have partnered with Arcos and are offering 14 free sensors and a 45-day free trial to Arcos Caddy when you purchase any training aid on shop.meandmygolf.com. This is a limited-time offer, so don't miss out. Again, go online to shop.meandmygolf.com. With many years in the business, menswear brand Construct has finally launched its green golf collection, sustainably produced using renewable solar energy and recycled fabrics. Hit your best shot in their performance-enhancing polos, quarter zips, and bottoms. Made with four-way stretch, quick dry, and UV 50-plus protection. From solids to bold, eye-catching designs, Construct Green is the perfect piece for making the best memories on the greens. And the best part? You can head to Construct.com, and that's C-O-N-X-S-T-R-U-C-T.com, and use code CHRIS for 20% off the green collection today. All right, now back in Next on the T with me are Eddie Dry and Kevin Roman. Eddie is the VP of Sales for Strixon Cleveland Golf. You hear Eddie every week in our ad here on the show, walking us through their wedges, irons, and hybrids. I've had the privilege of spending some time with Eddie a little bit earlier this year at the PGA Merchandise Show, which was very educational for me. And he's he's a great friend of the show. This is for Kevin Roman, the sixth time he has uh, been a part of the show. Kevin, as you'll remember, is the 2014 Georgia PGA Teacher of the Year. He was a golf pro at Cherokee Town and Country Club here in Atlanta for several years. Cherokee is one of the most prestigious clubs we have here in the state, pardon me, in the state of Georgia, membership by invitation only. He recently spent a few years as the director of instruction at Monterey Peninsula Country Club, which includes two beautiful golf courses out in California, the Dunes and the Shore Course, uh, right next to uh, right next to Pebble Beach. Besides being one of the top instructors in our game, Kevin is a great player. He's played in a couple of majors, including the 1993 U.S. Open at Baltusrol and the 2009 PGA Championship at Hazeltine. Recently moved back east up to New York, and I'm excited I get to have both guys with me here on the show this week. Hey, Eddie. Hey, Kevin. Thanks for coming back on the show. Hey, Chris. How you doing, Chris? Thanks for having us. Guys, I want to spend our time tonight getting some tips and playing lessons from both of you so we can be more successful out there on the golf course. And I want to start by talking about the five wood, because Eddie, like you and I discussed, more and more players are taking their long irons out of the bag in favor of a five wood because they are so much easier to hit, particularly the Strixon five woods. Talk about your five wood and how choking down on it 
and using it in some unusual and tough lies and conditions can really improve our game. Well, I'd be happy to. I mean, I'm, I'm listening to, to Fred and Paul. I mean, every time I listen to your show, it's a personal story, you know, very authentic. Same here. I, I was so frustrated one day of playing friends that I, I, I wanted to beat so badly. And I'm um, 15. I hit a really good five iron into the wind with a hill here and get a little bit right. And what do you know? Rolls, just roll down the car path out of bounds. Talking to Kevin the next day or so, and I said, what am I going to do here? I can't swing perfect every time. And that was a good swing, and it, it, it turned into a triple. And Kevin said, well, you still got that six on five wood you like. I said, heck, yeah. I tee off with it a lot. I hit it off the ground. I take it to dinner. I mean, what else can I do? <laughs> And seriously, and he goes, you know what I have done in tournaments and I can't because he's been in some national club pro tournaments. Oh, I just I said, what? What have you done? He said, next time you get like that, choke it up almost to the shaft. Aim it straight. Don't overswing and hit it. It'll go straight. It'll go low. Well. I, I, yeah, Kevin doesn't even know this, but about two weeks later, I'd hit it a couple of times practicing and I found myself in that position. It was an uphill par four. No way this works. I ended up 12 feet. They conceded the hole before I even putted it. Wow. And, and I go, Kevin, you saved me three strokes right there. Every other round is that way. And it gave us an idea to actually. You know, we make great equipment at Srixon and Cleveland Golf. And I said, you know, it'd be great because we don't have an owner's manual. You know, <laughs> we don't have instructions that it comes with. And I go, Kevin, you're the instructions, baby. How do we how do we better use our our product? And there's a lot of people out there like me that do not have a perfect swing. They're not necessarily single digit handicaps. And that's what started the conversation. So, Kevin, walk us through the rest of that. Where did the idea for that shot come from? Actually, uh, I learned that at the uh, 09 PGA. Um, the rough at Hazeltine that week was extremely high, and the guys were having a hard time hitting the greens from 200 yards and plus, and uh, became a uh, flurry of people picking up five woods, and they choked down to literally the right hand was just about on the the graphite there. And by doing that, they got a steeper angle of attack and they made the normal swing. Uh, the ball would come out fairly low, but it would carry, you know, 100 yards out of that deep rough, but it would roll another 100. So they were able to scoot the ball up on the greens and uh, escape the deep rough there. Uh, the design of the wood, having uh, no hosel compared to an iron, uh, just allows it to slide through the grass so much easier. But most people don't think of using that club. Uh, you know, many times when I'm giving lessons, people would be in the rough and they go, I got to take a seven iron, I'm in the rough. And, you know, the first thing I do is walk over and grab their wood. And, Let's try this. And they're always shocked at how easy the club slides through the grass. Kevin, for those of us that struggle with our short games, particularly chipping, Talk about the benefits of getting a Cleveland wedge with that VSOL technology and how it's going to help us hit better chip shots. Yeah, that's that's one of the things. Most people struggle around the short game because of uh, the old method of teaching with the ball back in the stance, the hands way forward. 
and to get the leading edge of the uh, club, the sand wedge, to dig into the ground. Uh, the beauty with the V-sole, and they even have it in their irons and tricks on, is that the leading edge, uh, the bounce is very close to the leading edge. So as soon as you interact with the turf, the club starts sliding through the ground and doesn't lose momentum. So even if you get a little bit on the steeper side, that V-sole covers up a lot of uh, mistakes, makes it a lot easier around the green. Eddie, let's take that a step further because that V-sole is also available in your irons. Let's talk about how forgiving the Shrixon forged irons are. Yeah, well, I, and just start off, I mean, it, how many clubs do you go to? And, and by the way, for every for every single digit golfer you have in your audience, there's a hundred of us that's not. But yet, how many times do we go to the range? The range is perfectly flat, perfect grass or <laughs> mats, okay? And yet, you get out on the course, and I've got maybe two flat lies with an iron in my hand the entire day. And I was I was talking to Kevin about this. I said, okay, let, that's another thing that we should have instructions with. I said, the V-Soul really does go through the turf. There's no doubt about it. And and forgings have great feel. All of them, the the seven, the the five, and the four model, which I play, and it's like, it, you know, is and Kevin can explain this much better. But I know if I have a nine iron distance and I go after it, it's like hitting a driver, Chris. You know, you might hit it, you might not, and if you and if you miss it, you miss it. But if you hit an eight or even a seven and just slow the swing down, the V-Soul will go through it. You, I find myself hitting the ball a little bit better before I hit the ground, which is the key to all this thing. But Kevin's a master at that. So I'm learning. Okay. So take it, <laughs> Kevin. Uh, I don't know about that. But, uh, you know, with the big thing with the V-Soul, not only has it got the front to back little bit of bounce to really slide through the turf, um, it also has a little bit of a cutout on the heel and the toe. So when you get those uneven lies, the club, the heel and the toe doesn't get stuck in the ground. So one of the things every time I go to tour events and then, you know, I talk to a lot of the tour players about the equipment and, you know, they may say when I put it down, what does it look like? That's their first priority. But then the second thing, and I think the second thing is really overrides the first thing when it comes to uh, importance is how did the club go through the ground? And out of all the clubs I've played, and that's why you see so many even non-staff players playing the Strix on Iron, is that sole, it just covers up for a lot of mistakes. If you're a little bit on the shallow side and going to come in and catch the grass a touch early, the sole helps slide the club through there so it doesn't dig and you get to the ball. Um, when you hit the ball and it comes through, the club doesn't get slowed down by the turf. So really, it keeps up your ball speeds and your distances. Uh, the way the club interacts with the turf also allows you to keep the loft on the club. So you can keep the ball way up in the air and be able to hold the green. So it's, it's got so many benefits that most people don't know about. Um, you know, the tour players do know about it because you see so many players using it. And I know a couple of guys that our group that I've kind of helped with have switched to them this year and have had great success. And it was just funny to see them because it was out of the blue that I saw them. I said, why'd you switch to them? And, you know, feel now uh, they like a simple forging club that's uh, just got a, like I said, a great feel. And it goes, the club just goes through the turf so well. So I think most people don't pay attention to how the club goes through the ground. Uh, they're more into the aesthetics, which are important. But to me, 
I want to know that when I hit the ground, if I'm a little off, is the club going to help me uh, compensate? Eddie, something else we talked about at the PGA Merchandise Show was how forgiving the Strixon forged irons are. Talk about what makes them so forgiving. Oh, by far. Uh, the the seven is played on tour and by Kepka by a ton of people. It ha- it looks like it actually has some some cavity in the back because well it does, and the, yet the sole is thin. It's a V sole. It, it's it, it just it just promotes confidence. Yet when they hit it, they really feel like they understand. Players understand how far it goes. Most of us normal people hit the ZX5 and the ZX4, and the 4 has picked up a lot this year. The 4 has a bigger sole, but that's okay with me. Uh, if it goes through that grass and it helps me when I miss it, that's great. Uh, in fact, it's very great. So a lot of people are doing combo sets, Chris, and uh, when they do, they always think, I have to come back because our wedges, are our RTX6s are doing so well. People are uh, that because of the VSO and because we rounded the leading edge. It's like Kevin said, the leading edge is very important. Well, we rounded it a lot this year. So when you hit one of our RTX sixes, you you've actually got a head start, if you will. You got a better chance, and they're starting to match up the gaps. You know, gaps are probably forty three on the seven, I think, a degree. And so do you really want to start with a 52, 56, 60? A lot of people are going to a 48 degree, even a 46, but a 48, a 54 and a 58 degree, which is which is interesting, too. So it's it's, it's the forgings. And it's not just that. It seems that they combo well with wedges. And we have some people comboing. They'll tell you, even good, good players will put a five ZX5, but have a little more forgiveness. In the uh, five iron, in the six iron, five iron, four iron, and it's changed their game. Oh. Not, ev- not everybody can hit a utility iron. Eddie, just a level set with everybody. When you talk about combo sets, you guys have the ZX7, the ZX5, and the ZX4 model irons. And people can actually mix and match irons from all of those different sets because they may like the feel of one set of irons here. Maybe I like the three and four of the ZX4. Maybe I like the middle irons for the ZX5. They can go back and forth between sets to get the right feel for them. Talk about that. Well, I, I don't even think I can name names, but probably the number one player in the world carries two of our low irons. A lot of forgiveness. Okay. Now, and talking about a three iron, four iron, two iron, three iron. Uh, and, and there are some people that are carrying a hot forearm and I say hot, I mean, they, it doesn't match their clothes, but they have a graphite shaft in it. It might be a half inch longer and they hit it a mile and you'll see some of the, a lot of, a lot of players out here, even at my club will, will, will combo ZX five and ZX seven or ZX four and ZX five. And you don't even have to be a single digit to enjoy the ZX5 forging and the pitching wedge, the nine iron, the eight iron, Chris. And then the seven iron, you might just go with fours. And you still have a forging and you have forgiveness and you have V-Soul in all three of them. So to that point, Eddie, I mean, a lot of folks, when they go to buy their iron set, we may go into a big box store. We may go to our friends here at the PGA Tour Super Store. We buy it right off the rack. 
maybe we hit a couple of shots in the in the base that they have there. The beauty of what you guys are doing with your fittings is really going through the bag and maybe, hey, I need the four iron and the five iron in a, in a ZX4, but boy, the middle irons and the scoring irons are better for me from a forge perspective to go with the ZX5. And then I get into, into my wedges from, from the Cleveland piece. So I'm really getting the full scope of all the different things that you guys offer. Is that what I'm understanding? You are understanding that. And, and I, as I started this, I'm a, I'm a big fan of world-class teaching. I think we've just scratched the surface of having uh, Roman and, and as I call him, Roman's legion with all of his development players <laughs> teaching us how to use our own damn clubs. But the better the club, the, be- the better. And we, we pay a lot of attention to detail. And I really do think that. And, you know, you, and the fitters today are so much better. Fitters, whether it's, it's retailers or green grass, go see your local pro. They can help you fit. And Roman can tell you that. Uh, and, but, you know, just, just from a point of view here, from one to another, you know, there are certain irons in your bag you hit well. And you shouldn't discount that. You should find out why. You should find out if the length is different, if it's bent different. You can take it to uh, any fitter and they can tell you for it and say, so your new set of clubs, maybe you want them more like the irons you hit well. You know, just just make them over in those specs. Kevin, let's talk about something that uh, I need your help on. We we <laughs> mentioned a little bit, a bit ago about uneven lies, right? Ball below your feet ball above your feet is as, as Eddie was talking about you know when we're out on a golf course we don't we don't get the perfectly flat lie and and uh, some of the courses I play like our friends up at the Macklemore a mountain golf course where you've got all kinds of different lies whether like I say above or below your feet let's talk about those forgiving irons and how they can help us on those uneven lies yeah like we were saying about that sole with the little bit of the cut out the notches in there so when the ball's above you and below you, uh, you're less likely to catch the heel because if the heel catches, it'll generally tend to close the face dramatically. And that's what you'll see out of the rough in some of the majors. You'll see the ball come out low and left, and it's because it catches down in that area. So with the little cutouts they have, it just allows you to not have to fight the lie as much. And that's one of the things I think most people don't understand is, you know, when you got the ball above and below your feet, the middle of the sole isn't necessarily going to make the first contact. It's usually the edges of the club. And having clubs that allow the edges to be just, lack of better words, a little bit of a cutaway with the sole design, just gets the club to go through there, stabilizes the face so the ball flies a lot straighter. Um, you know, like when you get a ball above your feet, if you use a straighter face club, it, it'll fly, tend to fly straight, maybe a little bit for a right-hander to the left. Um, but if I took a wedge in there, the loft is going to make it shoot pretty far left. So anytime I can let the club help me hit the ball straighter off those side hill lines and me not have to make big compensation is always a big plus. Kevin, one thing that I need your help on, I think a lot of weekend players like me, what we do too often, if you watch players on, on the tour, and let's say 150 yards for me is a full eight iron. If it's a gap wedge for a tour player, whatever, they might hit 150. They go one club down, take a three-quarter swing because they can, tr- can control the club face better and make more solid contact. We- weekend players like me, we don't do that. We just know it's a full eight-iron swing, and we go at it hard. 
Talk about why clubbing down and swinging easier can actually help us score better. Yeah, that's a great point. Um, I see it a lot for myself, especially down into the shorter range. When you get the ball in the rough and you go at it hard, the ball, even though it may look like it's sitting down sometimes in the rough, it's still on a good cushion of grass down there. And it's very easy when you swing hard at it to um, have a steeper angle of attack. You catch the ball very high on the blade and the ball just kind of comes out dead. It doesn't reach the green. So by taking a little less club or a little more club, excuse me, a little more club, I may grip down just a tiny bit on it, but I can make, like you said, a three quarters, maybe, you know, something like that where I don't have to try to hit it hard so I can hit the ball more on the face of the club versus too high on the face by going down underneath the ball. I also think that most people uh, think I have a 150-yard club, but they really don't know exactly how far that club would fly. You know, one of the best things that you watch tour players, you may see these crazy numbers that they hit the ball. And that was always one of my things when I go to events, I was like, how far do you hit this? And when they give you your, their carry yardages, it's not as skewed as it looks like on TV because they're playing in a major or the greens are firm. They're going to land it on the green. Out of the rough, it's going to have less spin, so it's going to roll. So they're playing for 15 yards of release. So your 150-yard shot, you really probably, if you have green in front of you, you only need to carry it 135 yards. So take a little extra club, choke down a little for control. And by not swinging as hard, you're going to make contact more in the center versus letting the club get dug deep and get the ball high on the face. It's very common, especially down there in the Bermuda. That ball is sitting all kinds of funny ways down there. Eddie, a bit ago, you mentioned your wedges and the CBX and the RTX wedges. Talk about the difference between the two and how getting those wedges in our hands are going to help us knock down flag sticks more often. First of all, the, the, you know, the, there's, there's two basic and then there's a, a, a smart soul line. But let's talk about, like you said, the RTX stick is somewhat of a blade, somewhat of a wedge that you, a lot of people are used to, like the old 588. And then there's the new CBX, which is a cavity back. Uh, if you, we have, we have uh, made it better and better to where if you look down at the faces, they're not that much different anymore, Chris. But the CBX has a bit, a larger sole. And if you're not that good out of the sand, you're not that good out of the dirt. It still has a V sole. I would look at the CBX. I would. I, I think there's, there's a lot of benefit there. It flies a, a, a more of a, uh, standard yardage for you. If you hit a 56, 75 yards and you miss it a little on the toe, it, it might get 70 yards, you know? So the CBX zip is, and it has the same zip cord, uh, zip grooves. It has a lot of spin. So you had to look at both of them. And then there's the full face and full, it, both models have a full face and we'll probably go into that another time. Okay. But. But uh, those are two big choices you have right there. One takes a little bit bigger divot, the RTX 6, and one might take a little smaller divot uh, or uh, has a lot more bounce on it. You've touched a point of interest for me because everybody knows my the weakest part of my game is the sand. Mm. And and what your wedges do help helps us get out of the sand with a lot more consistency. Yeah. Talk about what I need to have in my bag. Uh, I 
I know that um, that the reason I say in a lot of shots, what would Roman do to myself? It helps me. And in this case, what Roman might do is get, get, pull out a 60-degree wedge. But for you, I would pull out a 58-degree wedge. A 58-degree wedge is a lot easier to hit than a 60, okay? It's a lot more consistent. It's not as hard to hit. And uh, uh, for amateurs that really want to just get in the middle of the green, uh, I like a 58-degree, which means you could take a 54 uh, uh, in your bag also, because how many times have you hit a 56 degree wedge and you've come up short of your target? Right. But with a 54, you're going to get there. And then with a 58, you have a much better chance of getting out of the sand than with a 60. Yeah. So talk about why that is, because you and I were talking about that at the PGA merchandise show, because I've got a 60 in my bag mm -hmm. and it's, it's not the best club that I've got. But you <laughs> recommended that I should go down to a 58. Talk about why. Well, the sole's a little bigger. Usually we design them with, uh, if someone wants a 60, they usually have less bounce, Chris. They want less bounce. Uh, but but the 58 has a, it's really more consistent. And the V-Sole works actually a little better with the 58 because there's more of it that touches the ground than with a 60, okay? Or a 64 for that matter. But, but, uh, but I like the 58 degree. And, and I think it can help. Kevin, I want to get another playing lesson from you. And as one of the top instructors in our game, you would observe a lot of us amateurs out on the, the practice tee or doing a playing lesson with us. If you could give us one lesson tonight for all of our listeners that are going to be going out and playing this weekend, one thing that you want us to be able to do better based on your observations, what's that one piece of advice? It's a great question. It's a loaded question, but it's a great question. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, honestly, I really liked what Eddie had to say there. I think people can open the face or lower the handle to add some loft around the green. So I think using less loft, uh, the 54s and the 58s, um, when you're chipping and pitching around the green uh, versus your high lofted clubs. So if, you're, if yours is a 58, Try it this weekend, trying to use your 54 a lot. See what happens. I think you'd be surprised because your contact will be better, your your distance control, your spin will be more consistent. And I do think that most people um, carry their lofted wedges. They got too much loft on them. Um, they were designed originally with Dave Peltz. I asked this question to a couple of the other teachers the other day. I remember when Tom Kite came out with it in the uh, 80s with Dave Peltz, and it was basically to control uh, the less than full shots into the green. But somehow everybody's taken that club now and turned it into it's just for flop shots and pitch shots around the green. Yeah. So it makes it a lot harder the more loft you have. you got to be more precise. So instead of taking your lob wedge out this weekend, grab your sand wedge when you're going to hit that shot and see what happens. I think you'll be pleasantly surprised. Yeah. Eddie, before I let you and Kevin go, let's sort of wrap things up and summarize all the great technology that Trixon and Cleveland Golf has available right now. And then if we can look out a little bit later on this summer or into the future, what is something you guys are working on that we can get really excited about? One thing we didn't touch on is golf balls. And if, there, if you're going to talk about scoring, don't be afraid to ask people you buy golf balls from to tell you the difference in these balls, whether it's Q-Star Tour, it's a 
Z star, XV, it's a diamond. Find out what choices you have. It, it makes a difference. It makes a it makes a big difference. Uh, if you hit it out of bounds a lot, you take the Q star tour, it goes straight, you know, period. Just hit it, go find it. So I think I think those are wonderful things. Um, the exciting news for us, but I told you our wedges and our irons are doing well, and we have a lot of interest now in the in the wood, in the in the Mark II woods because they're so dang fast. So we make a seven, we make a five, and they go and they are quick. They have a lot more ball speed, and if you haven't thought about it, well, that's that's a good place to go start. They are four ninety nine. They're not six, seven, and eight hundred. But you try them, put it in the mix, and see what happens. And and we have a version LS low spin that might just allow people to cut some of the spin where they they slice it and it goes out of bounds or it goes not where they want to. Get more loft and maybe try something like that. That could be exciting for some people. And Eddie, as if I correct me if I'm wrong, but when we were talking at the merchandise show, the ball speeds that are coming off your drivers, they're the top of the game, right? Yeah. Yeah. Everybody, I mean, we're we're finding three mile an hour. You don't find three mile an hour usually. You really don't. And you don't have to swing 105 mile an hour to see that speed increase. Uh, I mean, you you're at 88, you want to be at 90. If you're 92, you'd love to be at 95. And for everybody between 95 and 100, you'd love for it to be at 100 most times. And you can do that. You need to go in with somebody that can fit you. You don't want to do it yourself because there are a lot of choices in shafts. And you can take a head and you can adjust it 40 ways. So get get to a fitter that knows what they're doing and let them see the numbers. You have too much spin. You have too little off uh, launch. Whatever it is, they can fix it pretty quick. And then take a look at your ball speed. Eddie, how can our listeners stay up to date with all the great things the brands are doing, whether it's following you guys online or it's on social media? Yeah, DunlopSports.com. Dunlop Sports has, has been a name we've had for a long time, and we have kind of gone to that. So you look up Dunlop Sports. Kevin, how can our listeners stay up to date with all the great things you're doing? And also, uh, for those of us like me that need help with our game, how can we get it from one of the best out there? Yeah, I'm on uh, Instagram and Twitter, Kevin Roman Golf. And, uh, you know, my email, kroman at pga.com if anybody has questions. And and one of my videos I put out with another instructor, uh, I said, you can send me some videos. Well, I get a lot of videos. So if somebody ever wanted to send something, I'll be happy to take a look at it. I appreciate that very much. Eddie, Kevin, thank you so much. You guys are two of the best in the business. I can't thank you enough for your time tonight and, and educating us. And uh, and hopefully we get the privilege of catching up with you guys a little bit later on this year. That's no, fine, Chris. Thank you very much. Thank, thank you, guys. Take care, Eddie. Take care, Kevin. We'll catch up soon. That is the great Eddie Dry and Kevin Roman, folks. Like I say, two of the very best in our business. Eddie's equipment knowledge is second to none. He's a great resource for what, you know, combinations of models and shafts and golf balls and fitting those all together so that you can play your very best golf this year. I'll tell you what, when I got to spend some time with him down at the PGA Merchandise Show, it was a huge golf education for me, kind of going through all the different clubs and their equipment lines and learning about how it's going to make a big difference in my game 
and 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 everybody's game. I mean, the the wedges are outstanding. The ball speed that I learned about with their drivers, I think, is very underrated, and very few people know how good their drivers are. And then when we want to talk about combo sets and his educating me about, hey, you know, maybe in a longer iron, you might want the ZX4, but in your mid irons, maybe that's a five. Um, the fact that you can mix and match that way, I think, is a huge benefit that a lot of equipment lines don't let you do, but they are there to help you. And again, like Eddie said, you got to get professionally fit. You want one of their fitters to be able to take you through that so you can you know, hit all the different combinations of of heads and shafts but it was like i say it was a huge education for me and and eddie is a tremendous resource so hopefully we get the privilege of having both of those guys back on the show again maybe a little bit later on this summer all right my friends it is time for me to put a bow on this episode of next on the t my sincere thanks again go out to scott mccarran paul stankowski eddie dry kevin roman and fred lynn for joining me this week Scheduled to join me next week are our resident director of instruction, Tom Patry, will be back, as will one of the all-time great golf course photographers and a PGA professional in his own right, Evan Schiller, will be here, as will PGA Tour legend Bruce Devlin, and then we're going to round it out with former PGA Tour pro, now Dr. Bill Mallon. Folks, I can't thank you enough for taking time out of your day to make Next on the Tee a part of your golf content. You can find this show available as a podcast just about anywhere you get your podcasting content. We're on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Audioboom, Player.fm, and Good Pods. And my thanks to those folks for making Next on the T one of their recommended podcasts. Download their free app, and you can stream all of your favorite podcasts on your favorite device on Good Pods. And most of all, my sincere thanks to all of you. You guys are the greatest supporters in the history of podcasts. I appreciate you all so very much. Until next week, hit them straight, my friends.